So I stole this from Anthony does a podcast. <laughs> All right. I didn't really steal it, but here's the deal. So Anthony is my former co-host uh, on the morning show that I used to do on a station called Power 99.1. So he also has a podcast titled Anthony Does a Podcast. And I've been on his podcast um, twice. Uh, and this is the second conversation we had. And we went heavy on relationships. So I was like, um, I'm going to need this for my podcast as well. May I have it? And of course he said yes. Okay. So I just wanted you to know that because you're going to hear two other voices, one from Anthony and one from my best friend, Desiree, who is also his girlfriend. So here are the three things that are covered on this episode. The quote, I'd rather be alone than with people who make me feel alone. What does that mean? And we all have examples from um, our relationships, our past, and of course, what it means to us. And then we touch on, well, <clears throat> can he cheat on you and still love you? Because men say that a lot. Yeah, girl, you know, I cheated. I still love you, though. I still love you. Is that a thing? Is that true? And we answered the question through the lens of being a woman, me, who has been cheated on twice. Well, those are the only two times that I know. I'm sure it happened more than once, but whatever. Anyway, so it's through that lens. So miss me with the women cheat too. I understand that, but that's not on this episode. We ain't talking about that, okay? And lastly, I tackle the topic. After he cheats, do you have to stay? Is it more Christian-like to stay? Is it biblical to stay? Is cheating something that we as women just have to endure? Is it the price, the cost? of marriage or a serious relationship or what have you. So anyway, all of that is in this episode. Enjoy episode three of season two. Can he cheat on you and still love you? I said, how did you wake up this morning? <laughs> What's up, girl? My name is Rika, and thank you so much for listening to Single You, the podcast. Whether you've been listening for a while or you just stumbled upon me. Hello, I am a certified NLP life coach. Now, NLP, let's get nerdy for a second. It's Neuro Linguistic Programming. You can Google the rest of that if you want to know the rest of the nerdy stuff, okay? So I'm certified in that area, a.k.a. the single girl's life coach. I am a self-love coach and a boundaries coach. Listen, I got that boundaries and that self-love on lock, okay? <laughs> All right, so I am your host and also the founder of this podcast and Single You Academy, which is my online coaching program, community, and resource for single women. Now, before we get into the episode, let me just put a little disclaimer out there. All right, I am not a licensed therapist, so I am not to replace a therapist. But I will say this a lot of my clients, they have me as their coach, and then they also have a therapist because it is my job to hold you accountable to the things that you say that you want. So if you want to stop tying your worth and identity to men and stop being a man pleaser, you need help on that self-love and boundaries area, then I would be the coach for you. And maybe one day that coaching relationship with you and I, yeah, it's just me and you right here, hey, <laughs> will happen one day. You can always reach out to me. My Instagram is open to you. On Instagram, I am just me, Rika. And of course, I will put my name in the show notes. All right, that's it. I'm your host, Rika, and let's get into the episode. This is Single You, the podcast. Again, you know, people wanted to 
talk more relationship stuff and yeah. it was funny because i think the only relationship we actually talked about was mine and des and okay. how like you were kind of weirded out in the beginning of a, mm-hmm. of it um but i pulled some of these uh little quotes from a group that you're in and i wanted to get your your take on some of them so the first okay. one i pulled was uh it's a quote and it says i'd rather be alone than with people who make me feel alone okay uh-huh. and I pulled that one because, you know, selfishly, I think I've said this to Des too, how certain relationships that I've been in in the past with women, I couldn't fully be myself. Mm-hmm. And I I was either a version of myself or a deluded version I of really yourself. I really heard I was, I was a virgin. <laughs> I was going to say, what? Sorry. Go. My <laughs> I was like, why? We're lying today? What's happening? Uh, right. No, no. <laughs> yep. Sorry. Brain went somewhere else. I don't know where no, I just no. went. I'm back. I'm back. Definitely not a virgin. Right. <laughs> He's like, I knew it. You lied. <laughs> Come to find out I'm Christian too. Right. Like, right. Right. Um, no. So that one kind of hit me and I kind of wanted to get your take on it because I think you and I have that in common where we've been in relationships before where we felt alone by the people that we're with, you know? Yes. So I have um, a little affirmation card that goes inside of my um, welcome package to the women who sign up to be part of single you Academy who want coaching. And on the card, it says, how miserable are you willing to be just to be in a relationship? Mm. Yeah. You know, because unfortunately, again, back to society, because I blame everything on society, um, has made us feel like this is the only way to be happy. This is the only way to do life, right? Is to be in these relationships. Um, and we fight so hard to be in these relationships to do the thing they told us to do. Um, and it's not working. Because what they should be teaching is who are you first? Mm. What's your purpose? Why are you here? What's your vision for your life? Um, What do you want your life to look like? What do you want your relationships Mm -hmm. to look like? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we just, we bank on the fact that, oh, I like you, you like me. Okay, let's do this thing. And that's not enough. Like those butterflies that, that the feeling that you get in the beginning, that's not enough. Like, um, oh God, that's no, biology. For... I mean, right. That's not, right. That's not like there's, I feel like there's two different ways to come to anything in life, right? Whether it be your finances, your career, your education, your relationships, and that's either proactive or reactive. And that pro coming at it from a proactive stance, you just, you're more conscious of yourself and the other person. And if they're checking off all those boxes and meet those needs that you have like you really have to know yourself yeah to know what it is that you want not just what you want but what mm. you need out of a relationship because I know for myself what what I can handle and what I can't handle uh from a partner like I could never be in a relationship like with a narcissist I know yeah. that about myself some people can <laughs> no, but I don't some, know how but some yes. people can like you yeah. have to no, have like yep. match that intensity and that energy yeah like I cannot, like right. I'm too empathetic. I, that, that's not a realistic type of relationship for me. So there's just people I flat out cannot be in relationships with, mm-hmm. but you have to know that about yourself. Yep. yep. Otherwise you're just reacting to whatever the other person's bringing to the Absolutely. table. Absolutely. Um, and I don't know why I'm forgetting her name. Her real name is Anna Mae. But anyway, she said, what loves, what's love got to do with it? Um, what's that? 
yeah why am i forgetting yeah. her freaking name that is so sad and she's a black woman i should know like uh she left uh, america though she was like i'm out um but anyway because that's the thing right like and to go even deeper there with the word love unfortunately nobody teaches us what that actually really means yeah. so we think again it's the biology right we think it's oh well my vagina is telling me he's <laughs> you know i like him so here we go yeah hey. no exactly when that has nothing to do with nothing like yeah and i'm not okay hear me closely you need to be attracted yes yeah okay? you have to have a healthy okay. sex life i think like right, right. Yeah, yeah i mean well you yes. have to have a healthy <laughs> sex life not based on other people's like perception of what a healthy sex life is but the couple in the relationship needs mm -hmm. to be happy with yeah. it right like and now you just like shifted my brain to like oh, oh marriage okay <laughs> no 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 like for you know what i mean like because me i'm celibate so for me i don't start there i don't i don't start no. at like oh let's see if we're compatible but you sexually. have to be physically attracted to him yes so you you two how i would do it right like i'm attracted to you you're attracted to me now let's data collect right as we're dating like so data collection let's get to know each other because now i know myself i know my weirdness and my quirks and what i need and don't need um and i'm still learning as um i go but so i know that then in my mind then you know once we cross the threshold whether it's like engagement or marriage for me i can't honestly say that i'm waiting 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 till marriage but i know it ain't gonna be two weeks mm. um uh you know what i mean i'm two and a half years in the celibacy i ain't giving up for nobody um that i don't actually know yet but then once there's enough data collection then i'm like dude whatever happens i bet you it's gonna blow my mind because i at that point will have never been attached or know a man the way that i would know a man in that situation yeah i've never been there yeah. ever i've always been hurt uh, didn't know myself, didn't know the guy, didn't know my quirks, like you said, like knowing what I need. I, I've never known that until now. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for it. Well, and, and I'll just tell you, because we've had su such similar experiences with just being single and getting to know ourselves. And yeah. I've been with you on this whole journey. Like I can tell you on the other side with this, you know, my relationship with Anthony, it is completely different than yeah. any relationship. Like the amount of honesty. Sometimes I'm like, yo that's too much information <laughs> like so I, now we cross the line yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah but but i also like don't get angry for like because you you learn things as you go right mm -hmm. so like there's things like you know that you just don't know that th that there needs to be a boundary there or not mm -hmm. so then even with like with, between anthony and i like if if i cross the line or if he crosses a line it's like it's a conversation it's not like oh i'm getting angry at you because you you didn't honor this boundary that you didn't know existed it's right. like hey we didn't talk about this before and i didn't even know before like the valentine's day thing like anthony oh, was yeah anthony <laughs> was gone we had a conversation yeah. about you anthony we did so like here's so. this is actually a good story because yeah. like anthony booked a trip to detroit during valentine's day yeah and I it was cheap tickets. <laughs> I didn't know at the time. I was like, I hadn't been in a relationship in seven years. So this was my first Valentine's Day in a relationship in a very long time. And I was like, hey, you're gone for Valentine's Day. And I honestly had no idea how I felt about it. Yeah. I, I, I remember telling him, I told you, I, I don't know how I feel yeah. about it. Yeah. Because I just don't know. I don't know if I care. I don't think I should care, but maybe yeah. I care. And then it came and went and there was no nothing happened you know like there wasn't a present there wasn't anything or like a 
I made a post on social media. Let, let her yes, finish. Yes, hold yes, on. Yes, yes. Hold he on. Made, he did and make then a tell post on side. social media. Yeah. We did talk. It wasn't like he was like, delib- you know, deliberately oh, not right. doing anything. It was just that I didn't know how I felt about it. He didn't like we hadn't had any conversations about right. it. There were no right. expectations. And then so when he got back, I was like, I processed all the information. I was like, OK, I'm pretty sure I was crying because I get emotional sometimes but it wasn't like i'm crying because i'm mad at you i was just like i'm having emotions and <laughs> and they're seeping out of my yes, eyes I'm feeling, <laughs> I'm feeling things i'm having an emotional reaction right now yeah but and i just i, I think i remember saying you know what i think i know why it, this does matter to me and i know that it doesn't mean that you don't love me or anything mm-hmm. but i know that it matters to me um, and I think the reason why is because for me growing up, you know, we didn't really celebrate a lot of holidays. I haven't, you know, and my kids don't have a lot of family. Mm-hmm. So then I go over the top. I always celebrate Valentine's every little holiday. Yeah. Uh, I make a big deal about even St. Patrick's Day or yeah. April Fool's. Like, I like to celebrate it's it. paper cut day. And <laughs> yeah. And Des is like, oh my God, guys, let's all get paper cuts. And yeah. if you've seen the show Girlfriends, Des is now deemed my Joan. Um, so for those who watch the show Girlfriends, which is on Netflix, uh, you are Joan. So okay. keep going. Yes. yes. So it, it means something to me. And it's just growing up the way I did. I like to make a big deal about little holidays right. because it makes me feel like family, yep. like love. Yep. And I'm very affectionate. And on those days, I'm just more affectionate and overly affectionate. I like to make a big deal about it. And I like it. I would like it to continue that way. And so we talked about it and it wasn't like, he felt so bad. I felt bad. I wasn't like, I'm not trying to make you feel bad. I'm just trying to set like a boundary and to tell you how I feel. Right. And he was so like, I will. Okay. So I want you to tell your side and I'll tell you what's yeah. beautiful in that. But as you say that her name is Tina Turner. What's love oh, got, to do, got to Damn do with it. it. Yeah, oh, I was so Turner. mad. I had to get that out. I had to get that out. So <laughs> my side of the story is this. We had talked about, so I booked this trip. A month in advance. Right. I have not been in a relationship for a Valentine's Day right. in a very long time. Right. So not only that, but when we talked about it, I'm so used to Des being so blunt. Yeah. Like very honest. Like I don't have to decode anything that she's uh, saying. So beautiful. I don't have to like... You know, like, because I think a lot of relationships, guys get caught up with, well, what's she mean by this? Well, what the fuck does that mean? Like, it's like, bro, like, when Des says something, like, she fucking means it. Like, there's no anything. So when Des says, hey, like, you know, okay, you go home for to Detroit for Valentine's Day. It's no big deal. Yeah. Because I even said, like, do you want to do gifts? Do you want to exchange? And she's like, no, it's no big deal. Like, just go and have fun. So I made a point, even though, like, I couldn't be there or with her to celebrate i made a point to like put it on social media because it's like hey this is my girlfriend this is valentine's day here you go right cheesy instagram post and then like i called you know i think i called you like twice that day and all like i come back and (laughs) like three days later it's like a bomb goes on it's like you didn't do anything for valentine's day (laughs) i just want to love (laughs) it's like whoa where is this coming from like yeah and i i (laughs) i said stupidly in the moment i was like oh shit i probably should have gotten you gifts like i forgot you're a girl and she's like it's not because i'm a girl and i'm like it's because you're a girl but like again (laughs) yeah uh, it's one of those things where 
that could have been a big deal in the wrong relationship, right? That like, had I been with like Lady Lawyer, uh-huh. or you you remember what yeah, that relationship was yeah, like? Exactly. I fucking skipped Valentine's Day with that chick. Yeah. Holy shit! It's like a nuclear war is going yeah, on. Yeah. So my thing was like, okay, like we'll do things for our one year. We got that yeah. coming up. We're gonna go golf together and stuff. But like, yeah. again, if you're not in the right situation with someone if you're with someone who makes you feel alone mm-hmm. like coming back to that meme mm-hmm. that becomes a huge fight right that well, becomes right and and so so this is what's beautiful about that right okay let me see if i can get my teacher glasses on and everything <laughs> so when you don't know yourself enough to know mm-hmm. that you need to ask yourself questions why am i crying because he's not here on valentine's day okay let me kind of like figure that out yeah. you figure it out and you say okay it is because of x y and z my childhood wasn't blah 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 i didn't get this i want this this is the life i want to build you are allowed to say that yeah Boom. obviously so then when you have the emotional intelligence enough to say let me now because des didn't take it out on you because she was no. like i have to figure this out i have to figure me out first um, in this moment. And then once you figure that out, then you present it to said boyfriend, husband or whatever, um, to them. And you say, I want to do this because X, Y, and Z now, because again, you have emotional intelligence. You were like, that makes sense. Let's do the thing. (laughs) Um, but where the problem will lie is Des takes it out on you. Mm -hmm. She's pissed because all of the assumptions, he did it on purpose. He doesn't care about that. He doesn't know me. He doesn't da da da. We unfortunately, um, operate off of assumptions in right. humanness, right? Like we're, we're all operating. Well, the ones who don't have any emotional intelligence and don't know themselves are operating off of assumptions. So then that presents a fight. Cause you're like, I never knew it was a big deal to you. Right. Why are you blah, blah, blah. And then you guys are fighting or what could also happen is maybe Des has the emotional intelligence. She presents it to you and says, this was a problem for me. And you cuss her out. Right. Well, I don't want to be with a girl with it or blah, blah, blah. You, so then you make her feel alone. And the problem lies when the, the whim, what I see happen is women may be, may present that and may say that then they get that wall from the guy and they still want to be with him. Right. And they're still trying and they're trying right. to change him. And you can't and you change can't him. Do that. You can't change you can't. people period. But period. I think especially in the case of men and women, you can't, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think men just become so stuck in their ways and become so deeply rooted in, this is who I am. I'm a man. You know, it's that toxic masculinity shit. And when you have that mixed in, like there's no changing him. Yeah. There's no making him change his ways. Right. Or or you and sometimes it's it yes and no. It can be toxic max masculinity. I mean, there's so many layers to it, right? Like it could be toxic masculinity. It could be he doesn't know how to communicate communicate. Or it could really be he doesn't want to be the guy who celebrates Valentine's Day. You were in the clubhouse room I was yeah. with, and my boy Jay Hall was like, "No, we're not doing that shit. That's yeah. a that is a well, colonized I, holiday from yeah. a white man, so Wait, I'm not doing it." And the and logical so the logical side of my brain agrees because I hate consumerism. Right, right. I hate like right. feeling like I've been I've been had by right. like people who just want me to buy shit for Valentine's Day, but right. it's something different for me. And that's what I tried to explain to him because right. it really, in the, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter. Right. But like I, t- when I talked to him about it, I was like, I, I would like to, to do at least a little something because not, here's the other part of it. Yeah. I'm an extremely affectionate person. And even if someone doesn't 
make a big deal about Valentine's Day or like a holiday to me, I like to do it for them because right. it, I love doing that. Right. So it wasn't just that like I couldn't celebrate it. Like I couldn't, he, he didn't acknowledge me or whatever, mm -hmm. but he did, you know, he did do that. I didn't know how to, what to do because I wanted to do something for him. Yeah. And so then it was like, oh my gosh, how do I do this? I don't know. Like, but I, I had to like take time to figure out how I felt about it. Mm -hmm. But I was going to say about the man and woman thing. I don't, I don't necessarily feel like it's about like all men because masculinity or whatever. I a hundred percent believe it's a like emotional intelligence like you said and um communication yep. effective mm -hmm. communication yep. because it could be man or woman because yep. i see women absolutely. who do it all absolutely. the time absolutely and and it is it's tough and then you just go off of your subconscious right your reactions because in the past xyz has happened and so you project that onto the next person because you haven't gone through and dealt with like why you know why did this happen mm -hmm. how much of yep. it was me how exactly. much of it was them exactly. what do I want you don't explore those things and so then you just bring it on to the next relationship yep. that's yeah. why I was single for seven years yeah I was yeah. like holy shit that was fucking awful <laughs> right I I'm never doing that do again not Ride want to do one that star again. not doing yeah. it like <laughs> it I is am ghetto here <laughs> I, I am telling you like I've come out of a lot of tough situations and one of my favorite sayings and I don't know well even where I got it from but I I say I am not a glutton for punishment no I only have to learn something fucking once yep and then I'm like yeah, Out that's not, I'd not rather be broke and alone yeah. than be miserable a hundred percent. So I had a girl, um, she was in my DMs and she was like, Rika, how do I set boundaries? Because this guy that I've known since, since high school, he comes back, we were together, intimate, blah, blah, blah. Then he'll get another girl, leave me for like three months and then come back. We do the same thing. Mm. And I said, okay, so here's the problem. I said, you want the story. Yeah. You don't know how to be alone and you think you can change him. Yeah. And that's where we get messed up when we think we can change people. Mm -hmm. People change when they have an awakening within themselves. That is a self journey. Yeah. That is not Rika is God. So I can now change Anthony. Right. right. So again, with that example, if I'm dating my homeboy, um, Jay Hall, who was in the clubhouse room saying he's not doing it. Um, then I need to be woman enough to go, well, then that's not the guy for me because mm -hmm. I do want to do something for Valentine's day. Um, and two things can be true. Yes, I think it is a holiday where they just want your money because we, we live in a capitalist society. Right. But yeah, I get it. I get why a girl would want that or whatever. I think I want it. But also, I don't know because I haven't. I think I have the same um, experience that Des did in that situation moving forward. Whenever I decide to be <laughs> in a relationship again, date when God provides me uh, the guy. But I once you get to a point with truly knowing who you are and what you want, you can have, this is what I teach my clients. I want you to, to know who you are, know what you want, have vision for your life. So you have the audacity to believe that you can get it and the patience to wait for it. Yeah. So we'll take any scraps and then we're in these relationships where we're feeling lonely Yeah. because I just need a warm body. We can't operate that way. No. You and I think miserable. For and the I rest think for the life. longest time, that's exactly how I operated. Right. Yeah. Like, I look back over the course of like the relationships that I've had in my life yeah, and legit like there was a six year period there where I was probably single for all of like 120 days, you know, total between the three relationships. Like wow. it was, it was warm body to warm body. And yeah. then like, 
those cycles again and this is where going to therapy kind of helps too is like you have to you have to want to change otherwise you're just going to keep repeating the cycles right like absolutely and it it, those cycles can be hold on let me stop you go ahead it's not enough to want to change Mm. you actually have to do the action yeah you have to put it because you can want to lose oh Because you can want to lose 30 pounds. Right. You know how to do it. Come on now. Yeah. You know that you need to work out less calories, burn more calories than you eat. But most people just want to, but they don't do. Keep going. No. <laughs> and, and, and it speaks to that, right? Because yeah. I I remember like sitting in therapy the those first couple of times, like not really knowing if I even wanted to be there, yeah. you know? And yeah. I just remember my therapist kind of like looking at me going like, are you going to fucking like are we what are we doing here like why are you paying me why are you paying me yeah Yeah. exactly like you're just sitting here you're just talking out of your ass like are we gonna put in some work to like fix these habits yeah or are you just gonna keep repeating cycles right and and those cycles can be like family induced like family traumas you know that Mm -hmm. that you're repeating history Mm -hmm. or your own self-inflicted wounds right like and that was my thing like i had a happy household i had a happy life growing up like i'm not a product of divorce i'm not any of that shit right so my wounds are Mm self-inflicted so but again it comes it takes knowing hey this is who i am and this is what i want out of a relationship and this is how i'm i think i'm going to attain it right and or also know these are the things that i have done that have got me here i don't like where i'm at so now i need to change and do the, you know what I mean? Like you, insan- insanity, the definition, right, as they say, is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. So the girl that messaged me, you keep taking him back and you expect him to be different. He won't. Mm-hmm. He won't. Yeah. And like, can somebody say that eventually he changed for her? Absolutely. But those are anomalies. And it's probably not going to happen for you. Mm -hmm. So how about you be not a glutton for punishment and walk away? And if he is meant for you in due time, I believe God works everything out. But we don't have the patience because we want to be married at 25, 2.5 kids, our dog, $100,000 a minute, blah, blah, blah. I was telling Des this too. It's funny that you brought that up. Like we were in the car and we were driving back. I I forgot. I think we were coming home from golf or some shit like that. But I said it's so odd that I end up with her of all people because mm-hmm. for the longest time like I went to college at 17 and I I remember saying this too in the car like I wanted to be young with my kids yeah. like, I wanted to be 20 21 22 and then have an eight-year-old and be 30 with my eight-year-old right like right. that was that was my idea and my plan for life so yeah. it's so it's so cool how like going through the process of therapy and unlearning that type of mentality, right? Mm-hmm. Like getting out of like, I have to make this relationship work because yeah. my timetable, right? My yep. timetable. Yep. And just kind of being on my own, I end up getting the the ability to maybe not be like a father, quote unquote, you know, a biological father, but yeah. like a father figure to some kids and I'm still young with them, right? Like. Yeah, so, you're, I mean, you're living in a house. You get to play with them. You get to do all the things that quote yeah. unquote dads do. And you're like, they're not even blood. Well, but this is I, cool. <laughs> I wanted to add this in because you said the audacity to, you know, to say this is what I want and to believe you can get it. Yeah. I want to say this because I think a lot of people thought I was insane when I started writing out and identifying what I wanted out of a life partner, what I wanted my life to look like. Yeah. One of those things was 
I knew I didn't want to be a step parent and I knew I didn't want to have any more kids. Yeah. And uh, I remember telling people that and then being like, you have kids, but you don't want it, your partner to have kids and you don't want yeah. him to want to have kids. Yeah. That's really selfish. And I was like, yeah, you're right. It is. So if that doesn't happen, then maybe I'm single until I'm 40 and my kids are out of the house. I yeah. don't know what that looks like, but right. this is where I'm at. Absolutely. And I had the audacity to believe that it could happen. It might have taken seven years. And I wasn't, it wasn't like I was looking at Anthony like, yeah, like (laughs) this guy's the one. It it just kind of happened that way. And as we, when we got together, we overly communicated about our wants and, and, and what we didn't want. And it lined up and we made the choice to continue to date. And I can't, I can't believe that I ended up with somebody who marks all of the boxes off yeah. that I want. It's beautiful. Yeah. And yeah. It, it wasn't, it was so funny because it was like after we had started dating that we pulled out our lists and it was like exactly what we wanted yeah. was in the other person, but we knew what the target was. So yep. we were able to recognize yep. it, whether or not we were physically looking at the list or not and like check physically checking it yeah. off. We, we already had that programmed into our brain that these are the qualities of the person I want to mm-hmm. end up with. So yep. when we've started communicating like really communicating but our wants and needs for life and everything everything started to match up because we already knew we wanted that and it just was so effortless and (laughs) that is biblical uh so the bible tells you to write the vision down and make it plain right Mm -hmm. so what i teach my clients is what do you want i'm not here to make you me I'm not here to tell you celibacy is the way to go and that's the only way to get into heaven and that's the only way to get a good man. Yeah, like most other Christians. Right. Yeah. I'm not here to tell you that. I don't know what your wants and needs are. I don't know what the voice of God, because I believe that, and we've talked about this before, Des, like God speaks to us in different ways. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I don't know what God is saying to you. So what is your vision? If your vision is to just get married and have kids, because that's what society put on you, of course you're going to be in these dysfunctional ass relationships over and over again, because you think that, oh, it's just, it could be any guy as long as my vagina tells me he's it. Like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, as long as he picks you and you waited and you da 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 da. But that's not, you have to be, you used the word proactive earlier. You have to be proactive in designing out your life with anything, finances, Mm losing weight blah 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 but I think that we the relationship aspect of of it is because the generations before us didn't tell us that and this is not to throw them under the bus they didn't know Mm -hmm. when you don't know what you don't know but we're the generation who knows what we know now and this is bs and I don't want that and that kind of speaks to like just the vast amount of information that we have now right like right, it's, our, and it's talked our, about right like, at our fingertips and so now so relationships and figuring you out sometimes i'm like i totally get that it's hard but it's also not hard to me but i get that it's hard because it's not a tangible thing right mm-hmm. again back to the losing weight um analogy when you start losing weight, you can see it. Yeah, I, It's harder to see shifts in you and changes and it's harder to visualize what you want or especially if you don't have good examples, you don't know where to go to pick from. Um, one of my sayings is if you want a good man, then you need to talk to and research good men. So who are, you know, even though you may not have any examples in your family, what celebrities do you think? Because we don't know these people, but what celebrities do you like? What traits do you like of them? You can start writing that down. And your list your list may shift and change the more you get to know who you are, right? So you that is a, a biblical thing. It's like, what is the vision for your life? 
Yeah. Visualize it, write it down. The secret teaches that too. Yeah. Um, There's so many different references. And I, yeah. I, I hear people say a lot of the time when you come up to these things, right? It's like, well, what if I don't find the guy? Well, there's two different ways to look at this, right? We have fear and we have faith. If yeah. you're operating out of fear, yeah, you're going to take whatever yep. garbage comes your yep. way because you are fearful of the future. I don't want to be alone. Yeah. I don't want, I don't want to die alone. Yeah. Faith mm-hmm. requires the same thing. It requires you to believe in something mm-hmm. that hasn't happened yet. Yep. So you can choose to believe yep. to believe something bad's going to happen or choose to believe something good's going to happen. Yeah. Both of those have a frequency, right? Absolutely. Both of those have a target destination Absolutely. and whatever you believe, you manifest because you're like locking in GPS coordinates. Mm-hmm. It might you might take long shortcut whatever. Yeah to get there but you locked in a destination whether it's fear or it's faith you know it requires the same thing to believe Mm -hmm. in something that doesn't exist so if it takes seven years yeah i'm willing to i'm willing to wait seven years to to have a healthy relationship and not be in a relationship where you feel alone exactly i would rather wait seven years or die quote unquote alone which that is a weird um uh, saying to me when people say that I'm like everybody dies alone my parents who are still married mm-hmm. your parents will die alone yeah. they will die separately and it so, reminds me this it reminds right. me this quote <laughs> it reminds me this quote it's like faith is to believe what you do not yet see and the reward for this faith is seeing what you believed right like in it. getting what you believe yeah, like, I love it so at the end of the day it's just like I don't know <laughs> well, I, I'll, I'll read you this quote. I was looking up um, uh, Ayanla Van Zandt. I freaking love her. She's like my auntie in my head. One of Oprah's best friends as well. Um, she says, we will do what's familiar and comfortable rather than try the unknown. Right. So you will stay in a relationships or you will stay in a relationship that's familiar to you or continue to be in dysfunctional relationships because you have this fear of quote unquote being alone um, instead of going, you know what? I'm going to live life by myself until I find exactly what I want. Yeah. And that goes back to the proactive and reactive. If you're Mm -hmm. reactive, it's because you are, you are afraid to take that, flip that switch Mm -hmm. and like go for what you want to speak it into existence. Cause like, that's what imagination is, right? You're visualizing a possible future. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's, and that is scary and it's hard, right? To believe that but like, think about anything that you create. Like if you're an artist or a writer or whatever, you thought about this program mm-hmm. before you did it. You in, you envisioned it and yep. now it exists. Yeah. You literally took something you imagined and you brought it into reality. Exactly. And you can do that with every aspect of your life. And that's the secret. I mean, whatever you want. Yeah, it's going to take work. It's It's one of those concepts that it's so easy, but it's so hard, right? Because we yep. have to break these learned things, yeah. these these your foundation of knowledge right mm-hmm. because everything you know you've been taught so you have to unlearn yep. break down that foundation rebuild it mm-hmm. and then you can have that whatever whatever kind of life you want you get yeah. to choose it but it first requires that deprogramming yep yeah yeah or and i when i was 15 or even growing up i just threw out a number mm-hmm. i had never seen a woman Girl, listen, I'm looking at my mortgage and my light bill. (laughs) I got to pay some bills real quick. I promise I'll be back in less than three minutes. The conversation you were just listening to. Oh, it returns after this. And girl, I got you. This ain't even going to be three minutes. I'm just popping in to remind you about single you, the pillow collection, my throw pillow 
collection. So what are they? Well, they're throw pillows that are for your home decor because why not? Listen, I want you to remember how worthy you are regardless of your relationship status as you walk around your house, okay? Consider them affirmations, but instead of a post-it note, the affirmation is on a pillow, which you can put on your bed and or your couch. Consider me your homegirl in your head. Wouldn't you love happiness over history? My throw pillow on your couch to remind you when that guy that you've been dealing with for a while sends you a text message and he tries to reel you back in. I'm here to tell you singleness is not a punishment. Happiness over history. Sis, don't do all that healing just to date another broken man or the same broken man that you've been dealing with. Yeah, those are the sayings on these throw pillows. If you've never seen them, guess what? You can purchase them at singleuacademy.com. You'll love them, I promise. Single and no kids. Yeah. My mom is not. Um, it's still married to my dad. My aunties and uncles are still married to the same people they were married to when I came out, right? Mm-hmm. So I didn't even know at that time that single was an option. Yeah. Um, and that's one of my sayings too, um, that single is an option too. Mm-hmm. Like being married with kids is just another life. It's not it's better not or worse. Better or worse. Yeah. It's just another option. And, I, and there aren't really a lot of examples of that. And it's hard to become what you don't see. Right. Representation matters on all levels. So I'm also like, dude, what if God does want me to be single for the rest of my life right. to showcase to other little girls that it is hey, not about, can, yeah. this is not the goal of life to get married and have kids. The goal of life for me, obviously, since I'm a Christian, is to live out the purpose of Jesus, to be a light of the world. You don't need a husband to do that. No. <laughs> you know, and that's what Paul talks about, um, like I said, on my pillows that we were talking about earlier. That's why I pulled out that scripture because he talks about that in chapter seven of Corinthians. Like, we are here to live out God's purpose. Mm-hmm. And if you need to be single for the rest of your life, it's, sometimes it's better, he says that, it's better to be single um, than to be married. So just understand there's beauty in marriage and there's beauty in single. And that is not taught, unfortunately. Well, and I, I want to I wanna say too, like I think a lot of people misinterpret alone with lonely. Yes. Alone is yes. a physical state. Lonely yeah. is a feeling. Yeah. So if you're feeling lonely, it's not necessarily because you're currently alone. You, you can be lonely yeah. in a room full of people. Absolutely. You can be lonely in a yeah. relationship. Being alone is not the same as being lonely and people need to start separating those two ideas in their head. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I would argue if you are extremely alone or feel lonely in that definition, it's because you don't know who you are and you don't have a purpose. Yeah. Psychologists do say humans need a purpose. We need to feel like we are being, um, used in some way right right? so whether that's every weekend you go feed the homeless or whatever i just believe that if you feel that lonely with purpose and not a man you will be happier Mm. when that man when your boaz does come you know or or woman you know what i mean um anybody anybody who wants love in their life (laughs) man man woman woman i don't care whatever you do boo you do you yeah but i believe that because now that i feel that i know that i'm operating in my purpose these past two years because everybody always asks me like do you ever feel lonely do you and I'm like not really (laughs) yeah because it's filled with something like there's nothing more beautiful than when my clients are like 
crying to me or expressing how I have made them grow. Right. What? Because I can I can relate to that too because I used to get this all the time from my boys and my friends back home. Like, like, man, you must be like so bored. Like, how in the hell are you doing this? Like, you don't know anybody out here. Yeah. You don't know. You don't know anyone. Yeah. And I would just tell him like, bro, this is the happiest I have ever been. Yeah. Like. I had enough money to keep a roof over my head and enough money to put Come food in my stomach. Before COVID, because yeah, she was not happy. Right, <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. But like, but again, like, I was so comfortable because I was exactly. doing something I loved yeah. every day. Yeah, and then you don't have, you know, Oprah says this a lot. What um, if you focus on what you don't have, you will always be sad and miserable. Mm-hmm. But if you focus on what you do. Um, that's why she tells everybody gratitude journal, gratitude journal. Um, or, so if you focus on what you do have, excuse me, then that's your happiness comes from that. Like, look at all this I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at this abundance. Says, yeah, look right, at all this. Yeah, society tells me, oh, Rika must be single and bitter. She hates men or whatever because I didn't get the goal that they want for their life. Mm-hmm. But I'm an individual. I'm not you. Yeah. I'm chilling. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm literally good. Um, I'm excited to put to work all of the learnings that I've learned about myself and how I would date. Mm -hmm. Um, And just for the record, I do not call myself a dating coach. I am a self-love and boundaries coach um, because I, again, it's in single you Academy. It's the focus on you. What's your vision, boo? What's your vision? And some of us need a coach or a therapist and, or a therapist and a coach. I have a lot of clients who have both um, have a therapist and me. Um, And some people can get to a point where they've, healed a lot on their own Mm -hmm. that's where i am or was then i had a few coaches and then i'm like in the future i'm probably no i know this we'll get a therapist as well um especially to work out a lot of that sex stuff yeah (laughs) (laughs) um i'm telling you christianity makes you feel so guilty if you're not a freaking you know that purity culture is like ugh. but um but yeah so you know we all have to get to a point where we arrive and say i need to figure out who i am right Let's transition because this is okay. the last one, uh, and then we'll let you go do your dentist thing. Um, so the other one that we got was, and <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, it says, "How can someone cheat on you and say they love you?" Because mm-hmm. yeah. I think we talked about how I've been, how I cheated on multiple women, and you know, I was saying that I love them and. I think that, again, it kind of comes back to what we talked about a little earlier and knowing what love is, right? Like, bio- like from a biology standpoint, I loved them. But from a – I don't know, like, I don't really know how to say it. But, like, from a – from a, a true love standpoint. From a true love yeah. standpoint, yeah. it wasn't there. Yeah. yeah. From a true love standpoint, it wasn't there. Yeah. So, yeah. Again, what's your vision for your life? I mean – I. I would look at that and be like, he don't love you. <laughs> like, that's not love. Like, and and so I teach my clients and myself the Bible standard of love. Um, love is patient. Love is kind. Love is um, not self-seeking. Uh, love cast out all fears. So if I'm always afraid that you're going to cheat on me, then that's not love. You can't say that. Mm-hmm. By my definition, by the way, Jesus says that he wants men to love us. So that's not love to me. Can can somebody i know married people who have the man has cheated and sometimes the woman and they worked it out sure 
I'm not going through that. <laughs> like to me, the moment you do that, I'm like, and we're done. <laughs> I seem like I I'm think, just. Yeah. I think love is is such a complicated. It's a complicated slash uncomplicated thing. When I look at love and like the whole cheating thing, or just in general, when you have um, somebody who doesn't quite know themselves, yeah. when they're in a reactive state of mind right because if you're reactive you're probably reactive about most things in your life and so when I see people who have very conflicting relationships and it's it's contentious all the time and stuff like that and well he says he loves me or she says she loves me but they're doing this or whatever I think that when you are from a lack like you're lacking love Mm -hmm. like you you don't fill up your own cup you're you don't love yourself it's not that you love or don't love the other person it's that you need love so when they say i love you yes i cheated but i love you it's not it's not like saying i i love you it's saying i need your love yeah oh that's good that's how i feel when people who are in dysfunctional relationships when they say i love you but they do all these trauma bonding and trauma bonding Mm -hmm. yep yeah it's i need love no i need love yeah you give me love no you give me love Mm -hmm. and it's instead of being like i am so full of love like for myself yeah that i don't need you to love me yeah i love you yeah and the other person is the same way. I am so full of love. I love myself. And like, I don't need you, but I love you. Yeah. You yeah. Know? I want you, you here. I want to. Yeah. Like Anthony the- doesn't do anything to earn my love. Right. He gets my mm. love because I love him. You know, this was, a, I swear, this was an episode I did on my <laughs> podcast where I broke it down. Like as much as you can in a podcast. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I, you know, I, I obviously can do it better when I'm coaching you. Um, but love the bible also says love outdo one another with love right so it should be like in ways kind of like a competition like how can i love him today how can i love her today how can oh my god like so this excitement of i get to show this woman in this human experience that i'm having right now how much she means to me um not (laughs) what did he do for you know what have you done for me lately like janet jackson would say yeah um but what I would also say, because I, again, I think people's definitions of love is con- it, they're confused. But how about respect? He definitely don't respect you. Right. Like, I want you to be hit on by a woman or even be um, attracted to a woman and go, I respect Rika enough that I ain't even going to touch her because I'm not naive right. to think that you're not going to be attracted to somebody else. I totally understand that. Yeah. But the act of doing is in total disregard and disrespect of something I thought we were building. Right. And the moment that you were that that you realized you were stepping outside of that, you should have sent me a text or called me and said, you know what, we done because I'm about to sleep with this yeah, girl. Yeah, and that's <laughs> like, that's I would rather that. <laughs> that like I don't have any regrets in life because I hate the term regret. Like regret to me is like like you're still living in the past, right? Like I can't change what I've done. Right. However, I do, that's like stuff I do feel bad about. And I had to overcome that. Like, lesson learned. yeah, Instead like regret. It's a lesson learned. It's a lesson learned. Yeah. And that was like, I, I, I always didn't like the way that I handled those situations. Right. Because yeah. now knowing what I know about myself and actually like being in a place of loving myself, like how Des said, like, I know for a fact that one, I did not love those women. Yeah. I needed love from those women. Yeah. I needed their, I needed them to be there yeah. with me. But, you know, I wish I would have handled that differently. I right. wish I would have been like, you know what? 
instead of stepping out on something that you thought we were building together and fucking that up, like yeah. I should have just left you in the first place because yeah. I didn't deserve that, you know, they, yeah. and they don't, they didn't deserve that for Absolutely. me. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Like, so right. that's kind of where I'm going with that too, is cause like I've had an ex-girlfriend like reach out to me, you know, cause she listens to the podcast and she's yeah. like, I'm happy that you've gotten to this place, but you kind of sound like, you know, like you don't like you're not remorseful about cheating on women. It's like, fuck, yeah, I'm remorseful. Like, I feel bad. First of all, you don't owe her that anyway. I'm sorry. You don't. <laughs> yeah. Like, OK, like, right, I, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's it would be like me reaching out to my ex and be like, you never apologize for abusing me. Like, you can't expect people. I, I just I don't like that. But anyway, go ahead. But <laughs> but I but I just said I was like, you know, like I get you think like. You know, I'm making light of it, but you have to know on it. Like, honestly, like I, it's coming from a place of like, yeah, I've done these things. Yeah. And I think it warrants a, a conversation. I think like, you know, like we talk about cancel culture all the time, mm-hmm. you know, and the reason why these people are getting canceled left and right that you're seeing is because they're living a lie. That's why we're canceling them. If you're out and open with who you are as a person, you can't mm-hmm. get canceled because. Yeah. You've been open with who you are. Yeah, you're just being honest and coming from an honest place. Yeah. So when I told, like, when I was talking with her about it, I was just like, look, like, you have to understand, like, I feel bad for the way I treated them. Yeah. And I might laugh about it now because I've gotten to a place in my life where I'm, I love who I am. I'm comfortable with my past. Right. And I can talk about it in a way that's funny and hopefully someone connects with it and learns from it and takes from it. Right. Like, well, and I think it's beautiful because Des knew who you were walking in. So oh, you yeah. weren't trying to like hide that yeah, part. I mean, he tried for you. like a 2.2 seconds, right. but <laughs> and you were like, yeah, no, <laughs> but I have yeah. a lot of grace for him. I have a lot of grace for my, cause I have grace for myself. And it's yeah. like, and when just listening to him talk about that, like, I, I think that it's important to know too, like for me, like what I have people who have done horrendous things to me and I'm, I'm able to forgive people. Yeah. Um, and what it, where it comes down for me, it's like, I, I forgive people, not for you. I forgive people for me, Absolutely, you know, because 100%. I don't like holding on to negative energy. I, I want to know, like, I want, I take, you have to take the time to kind of like dissect those situations and understand mm-hmm. what actually happened here, you know, and how did I contribute? How did that person contribute? But you are, you cannot get forgiveness from another person. No, Like you mm-hmm. can't get it. You, you have to forgive yourself and that other person for yeah. what they did. And then yeah. whether or not you continue to have a relationship with a person, I base it off of, is this destructive behavior still happening? Like, are they still doing these things? And that's how I determine whether or not I can continue to have a relationship with someone who was previously abusive or unkind or whatever right. that may be. Right. And, you know, when I look at Anthony, it's like, Yes, those things have happened in his past. I've cheated in the past. Yeah, I I cheated on my on my ex husband uh, once, and I kissed another guy, and Which I I don't think it's cheating, but okay. I felt so <laughs> bad. I always told myself if I ever cheated on somebody, that that meant it was time to go because that is so hurtful and it's yeah. so disrespectful and it's like why are we together if we're just going to be with other people? Right. So I walked home at like two in the morning. Walked home, walked straight in the house, looked him dead in the eye and said, I cheated on you. I want a divorce. I'm not joking. I did that. And, but that's, you know, cheating is, is I look at everything like a symptom, whether that be an emotion or an action or whatever. 
there's always cause and effect, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. For whether it's that person had their own stuff to work out or we both had our own stuff to work out, the cheating was a result of something. Yeah. You know, it's not like, oh, he's just a cheater. He's always a cheater. It's like, okay, there's a reason why he's a cheater. Yes, maybe he always cheats, but that's something he's got to work out. That's not my, that's not my job. It's like, you're never going to be with the right person who doesn't make you want to cheat. You have to decide yep i don't want to cheat so good you know and that's what ayana right that's what i so again ayana van zandt says you don't get to tell people how to love you you get to see how they are loving and then you decide if you want to participate right so if you're the girl asking that question like well how can he say he loves me but he cheats on me you know his character now Mm -hmm. so make a decision I don't think it's the best decision to stay with somebody (laughs) who does that. Um, But make a decision. You're either in or out now Mm -hmm. um, because now you know. Um, So now if you're married, maybe you do counseling or whatever. But I'm of the um, of the school of thought. Like if you're just my boyfriend, I'm out. Like I'm not about to give you wife like well even even with my kids. Like I when there's a problem, like if we have a problem and we can't come like if you are if you're cheating and you're telling me that you love me. Okay, let's say that you have a partner, they cheated, mm-hmm. but you do mutually, both of you love each other. Don't come to me with a problem. Come to me with a solution. Yeah. How is this not going to happen again? Convince yeah. me how is this not going yeah. to happen again? Exactly. And then both of us need to figure out what contributed to this, if they're going to stay in the relationship. Yeah. But if you're just dating, ask your, you got to ask yourself, do I want to be with somebody? Do I... Forget who the guy is. Yeah. Do I want a partner who cheats on me and says, I love you? Is that the partner you want? Your vision. What is your vision? Yeah. Exactly. Or or do you want a partner who doesn't cheat on you and loves you? Yeah. Because it like, obviously there's, there's something going on with that individual, whether that, whether you're contributing or not, there's something going on emotionally. Exactly. And and to use the excuse of, and yes, I'm going to call it an excuse, but I love him. It's hard to leave. No, that it's, is an excuse. Nope, it's that an is excuse. that it, you're making a choice. You're, yeah. Then you made a choice. You're excusing the and, behavior of another person. Right. And admit that. Just say, I don't know how to be alone. So I stayed. I'd rather you say that than oh, but lo- <laughs> like love is not this thread that ties you together to somebody forever. Like, no. no. Um, and the last thing I'll say about that, two examples. The Cardi B offset situation, Beyonce and Jay-Z, right? Um, I don't know these people going off of assumptions from what we saw in the tabloids and how it played out. Offset cheats on cardi b every three minutes she keeps taking him back he has never changed his environment jay-z cheated on beyonce and was like yep going to counseling i gotta figure out why i would do this what the hell he changed his environment like you like you said come come to me with a solution right jay-z had a solution yo something's wrong with me i can't believe i would cheat on you you're beyonce oh this, yeah. is, this is the conversation they had in my head like oh my god i cheated on beyonce what the hell so he took his butt to counseling you're never gonna level up yeah (laughs) like it's Beyonce bro like so he figured out he had issues with it himself went to counseling and now has a beautiful platform that encourages black men especially to go get therapy right right so that's beautiful so I can see a Beyonce going okay Okay. (laughs) you know but Cardi I'm just like that's a choice boo you you want like Des said you're okay with being a man you're okay with being with a man who cheats on you Mm -hmm. because of and that's something you got to figure out and they're okay with the drama yeah well I think that it comes down to Cardi B is obviously a very hardworking and intelligent woman but just like you know we you make a lot of you know references to the bible just like you know, Moses bringing the Israelites out of Egypt, Mm -hmm. you know, 
she's still part of her is still in Egypt. In you the know? 40 years of the wilderness. Yeah. <laughs> in the so wilderness. She does, just, yeah. yeah, she yeah. does deserve yep. better. She does. She does. Yeah. But you get you don't get what you deserve. You get what you you accept. get whatever you yep. accept. Yep. And that's where I growing up, I always thought. You know, mm-hmm. you you have to because I I did come from a place where a lot of the my family was very the love was dysfunctional. It was it was very um, conditional. So I always felt like if if I love people enough, they will love me back. You yeah. have to give love to get love, but that's not true. You get what you accept, one hundred percent in life. You get what you accept, and the reality you live in now is is a direct result of the choices you have made. I mean, and don't get me wrong, up until you're, I think for a lot of people, especially when they come from dysfunctional relationships, up until you're a certain age, you are you are a result of things you didn't choose. Mm-hmm, but at, mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. a certain point in your life, a switch flips. You are no longer, you are no longer trapped. Like people are no longer making decisions for you. you're not 12 anymore. Yes, mm-hmm, you're not 12 yep. anymore. So you go from a reactive state like and you're still in that reactive state right you're just living and nothing's your fault yeah everything's happening to you mm-hmm. but it takes you realizing i have a choice yep. every day you wake up and breathe is a choice you yep. could end your life tomorrow it's a choice to yep. be alive and to do whatever you want to do so you that flip switch and now you have everything is your choice now mm-hmm. yeah. you didn't choose the first 18 years but you get to choose the next 80 wherever you are so if you're listening to this podcast right now and you are um well let me just say this if you're listening to this podcast right now wherever you are in your life you're 25 37 it is about all of the choices that you made since you were 18 up until now right so if you don't like it make a different choice and that's why i think it, it relates to to our relationship the most right is because des will look at me like are you sure you want to do this are you sure you love me you sure you want to be here because like we both know like i i want to be in detroit like i want to move back home yeah and i tell her every day like this is a choice i i I wake up and i make the choice to be here i wake up and i make the choice to to stay in this relationship and it i i remember getting to arguments with you all the time like back when we would do the show together of is cheating a choice okay. and i used to take the side say no exactly. no but what now happened? it now that i know what a happy and healthy relationship looks like and feels like it's 1000 percent a choice yeah and and you have to live with those choices yeah yep no Absolutely. i have one more i have one more thing to add on that because well you know even just every every day like being in a relationship waking up every day and choosing to still be there that is also a choice no one can make you do anything like and we've had conversations like this um because you know i am going through some legal stuff um like with my kids and everything and it's gonna it's taken some time and we had a conversation where you were like you know i feel trapped here and and we had a conversation where it's like no like being here or being there, it's a choice. And I love you and I respect you and whatever you choose, I support you. Mm-hmm. But if you're here, that's not on me. That's yeah. a choice. Yeah. You made a choice. And, and you know, you are so emotionally intelligent and you are so smart. And to a lot of people might be like, well, no, it's not. Or da, 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 da. But you, you are such a good communicator. I don't have to like force you or beat you over the head mm-hmm. to like get my point across. Mm-hmm you are like, oh, yeah, you're right. You know what? This is a choice. And I do love you. And I do choose to be with you. 
And it sucks. The situation can suck. Right. Yes. Two but, things can you know, be true. Yes, two, two things, things can, can be, be true. true. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And that... You just have to the, embrace the suck. Yeah, that, but I love <laughs> him, but blah, blah, blah. Again, that is a lie straight from the pit of hell. Yeah, and, and that's beautiful that you guys can talk about that, that two things can be true, because a lot of people would feel like, no, she, I love her, so I have to stay, or she's making me stay. That's not love, then. No, that's not love. I, and, and I think that there can be moments where you're really showing her love, and then moments where you're really not. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know. And so you thinking that you had to stay, or she's making you stay, would not be love to me. No. I, I just don't believe that that would be God's best for us. Like Jesus is not like, yeah, love um, feels like bricks. Should fucking suck. Right. Like <laughs> I just don't. And I, yeah, I, yeah. So th- there we go. All right. I can go on and on obviously about this topic. Cause it's so interesting to me. And I've dissected through my own case study through talking with Des through all of my clients over the past two and a half years, actually really since 2017, um, you know, I've been my own case study and figuring out yeah. what this really is, what this really means, reading the Bible way more than I have ever before in my entire natural life. And I grew up Christian. So I understand where a lot of people's confusion is. Um, it's because you haven't done your own, you're not your own case study. You haven't actually, especially if you call yourself a Christian, you haven't actually read your Bible. Yeah. Because what you're going through, this revolving door of men cheating on you, him disrespecting you, you being abused, you cussing out guys because they didn't do something for you for Valentine's Day is not what God wants for you. Period. End of story. I'm done. Drop mic. <laughs> <laughs> Saying I'm frustrated is like not even the word because there's so much that I want to say that I won't be able to say on a 10 minute. God, I hope this video is not more than 10 minutes. 10 minute video about cheating. Is cheating the cost of marriage? Is it the admission ticket? Is it the price? Is it all men cheat? So deal with it. Um, Because that's the narrative that I see being played out in some sectors of our community um, and our society that, well, you know, Beyonce or Jay-Z cheated on Beyonce. So who am I to not expect a man to cheat on me as if, you know, you, you, you walk up to this this booth, this altar, and they're like, for better or for worse, means he will cheat on you. You ready for that, sis? And you go, I do. And then you're just waiting for it, expecting it. I'm pushing against that narrative. This is not for everybody. My message, my platform is not for everybody. It's for women who need their iron sharpened in the space of this is a healthy relationship. This is an unhealthy relationship. This is healthy hard versus this is not healthy and it's difficult and you should walk away and you're allowed to. That's who I speak to for women who want a monogamous marriage, um, for, for women who need to hear messages like this. Singleness is not a punishment. You are worthy regardless of your relationship status. Those are the women that I talk to. So you, if you believe in polygamy, what's the word? Sister wives, whatever. I'm not speaking to you until you decide that I am. Um, so just know that. And I'm going to speak on this topic, hopefully in less than 10 minutes, um, under this window of what I am defining as cheating on this video. The revolving door of he cheats, you find out, not because he told you the truth, but somehow you find out, you then forgive him and then stay because that's what Christians do. That makes me a ride or die. I'm a good woman because look how much I love him and he made a mistake. 
Nope. Wake up. We're not doing that. And what you're not going to do is hang it on the altar of Christianity because that lets me know you didn't read your Bible because actually God does tell you in Matthew 19 and nine, you can leave if somebody cheats on you. God is even giving you an out, but somehow you think it's more Christian-like to stay with the man who cheats on you. Somehow you find out. So there was a lot of lying going on. You forgive him because that's what God would want me to do. So I'll stay. Look at me be a strong woman and really love this man. Wake up, girl. Wake up. You should be packing and leaving and miss me with the excuses of but for the kids and I love him and that's what I'm supposed to do as a woman to show him that I love him. What did he show you about his love for you? I just don't. And on the kids subject, I'm just going to touch on this real quick because I don't have any kids. But what I do know, and this is a proven fact, that what your children are seeing, nine times out of ten, they will repeat it. So what are you showing her, your daughter? What are you showing him, your son? What are you showing him about how men can treat women like your daughter? And the thing about idolizing couples that you don't even know, it's okay to think their pictures are cute or what have you. I get it, right? But you don't know, you don't know who these two people were as individuals the day they got married. You don't know if they were felt whole. You don't know their philosophy on marriage. You don't know their definition of love because the Bible has a definition, but society's definition of love is different. So you don't know how these people arrived at each other. Was it whole or not? Okay. Also, you don't know if they are emotionally intelligent enough to be in a relationship like this, because what I understand a healthy marriage, it is. And when I say I understand, these are conversations I'm having with people in my family that have been married to the same people that they were married to the moment I came out of my mother, including my parents, 40 years in, okay? So when married people say that marriage is hard, this is not the hard, because Especially if you're a Christian, how do you say that when God's like, girl, you can leave because this is BS. God's like, wake up, daughter. My, this is my son, but I need to work on him. And obviously this goes both ways. So miss me with women cheat too. Miss me with that. I told you who I'm talking to. So you, So the hard, let me go back to that. So the hard is expressing your feelings about this person that you love, how they annoy you, what they did to hurt your feelings, and in those conversations, and there's more, again, I'm not gonna be able to explain this in 10 minutes. But in conversation, I wanna be emotionally intelligent enough with my man to be able to have that conversation without defending myself, um, being offended, um, and wanting to win the argument. I want to come to the table and say, you know, you hurt my feelings when you did this. Listen to get an understanding, as the Bible says, and everything, gain an understanding. It's not that those feelings aren't coming up of offense and feelings being hurt, 
But I understand that if I want to make this relationship work, that I need to be an adult about those feelings and just have the conversation. That's the type of healthy hard that's out there because that's hard to sit and listen to what you did wrong to somebody or how they took it and you didn't intentionally mean it that way. That's hard. Getting two people who were living individual lives together to live one life is hard. Miss me with adding cheating in. That's abusive. That's emotionally abusive, all of that, because nobody who cheats in the moment of cheating says, my wife will be okay with this. You already know what the outcome is going to be. She's going to be pissed. But if you've done it before and she took you back, she has taught you that she'll take you back. That's not a mistake. Oh, people make mistakes. People aren't perfect. I know that people aren't perfect, but your idea and my idea of a, a mistake, my definition is different than yours. That's not a mistake, baby, because again, you know the outcome. Nobody goes, yeah, my husband cheated on me. It was the most beautiful thing. So that is my answer. That's not my definition of love. All men do not cheat. Her man cheated. Her man cheated. Her man cheated. You may know a lot of that, but that is not everybody because you cannot factually say that you have surveyed and did a case study on every marriage that there is out there. Think bigger. Raise your standards. Do better. Do better with you. Here's okay. I'll end on this. The problem with our society is we do not focus on getting to know us as individuals, like me getting to know Rika, which is the journey that I had to do when I got out of my abusive relationship from 2017 and it's ongoing. That is what I teach my clients. I'm not a dating coach. I am a self-love and boundaries coach because the more you know who you are, the more you will know what you want and what is acceptable to you. And then you will have the audacity to believe that you can get it and the patience to wait for it. So be careful who you are listening to. You protect your eye gates and your ear gates because your life moves in the direction of your most domino, uh, dominant thought. Your life moves in the direction of your most dominant thought. And thoughts come from what we're watching, what we're seeing, how we're talking to ourselves. So what are you feeding? Are you feeding this narrative that, well, everybody cheats? Or are you feeding this that narrative or are you feeding your mind with what I say to you? Because that is BS and it's not Christian. You're not a better Christian. It's not good to want to be a ride or die chick. That is not, you, you are more loving as a person if you stay with a man who continuously cheats on you and that cycle will continue because you allow it. You teach people how to treat you. I just don't think a lot of society understands what reaping and sowing is. I I, or even what actual, actual love is. And it starts with thyself. The Bible asks us to love thy neighbor as thyself. But do you even love you, sis? And no, you don't if you allow that to happen because God is telling you in scripture, you can leave. All right, I'm out. So that's what I do. Um, I help women discover their worth, 
so that they stop tying their worth and identity to men and stop being a man pleaser. You are worthy regardless of your relationship status. You do not need to go through the revolving door of dysfunction to prove your love to anybody, man, children, um, co-workers, friendships, nobody. But the buck stops and starts with you. So who are you? If you are ready to figure out who you are, you want to level up, you have to do the work. When's the last time you picked up a book by a psychologist to understand humanness? You don't just know yourself because you're with you 24 seven. You don't, you don't. And if your iron isn't being sharpened about how to really be introspective and retrospective and really study you, you're never going to get to know who you are and you are never going to get the type of relationship you deserve. But here's the thing. You don't get what you deserve. You get what you accept. Accept. I'm just so, I can't even talk. Ah! So if you are ready to go on that journey, I have helped woman <laughs> after woman and even a man, myself, that's what I do in Single You Academy. So when you are ready to invest in yourself, because here's the deal. If you want to lose weight, you're going to have to spend money. If you need a therapist, you're going to have to spend money. If you want food, you're going to have to spend money. If you want gas, you're going to have to spend money. If you want to better yourself, you're going to have to spend money, whether it's with me, buying books, a therapist, what have you. So when you are ready to level up, send me a DM. And I say this with all kinds of love. Oh, yeah. And one more disclaimer. I will never tell you I'm an expert in this area. I am just speaking from my lens and what I learned by being in an abusive relationship, by not knowing myself, by not having self-love for myself and not knowing how to set a boundary to save my life, girl. So just remember that I'm speaking from my lens. And after 18 19 years of radio. September of 2020, I stepped down from my full-time radio job to focus on what God is calling me to do in this season. And this is it. I'm called to guide you, girl. I'm called to guide women who need to hear that singleness is not a punishment and you are worthy regardless of your relationship status. That's what I'm here for. So if that's you, I want you to share this episode, especially if I say something that resonates with you. Share it with a girlfriend. Sharing is caring. Also, can you subscribe to this podcast? You will be notified once a new episode drops. So definitely subscribe and rate. Rate this podcast. Okay, please. I don't know if you know how much it actually helps like a host like me, an influencer, how much a rating, a share, a like helps us. So please help this small business owner, me, Rika, that's me, <laughs> by rating this podcast as well. Lastly, my intro. Here's a fun fact. It comes from my old morning show. I used to have this morning show on a station here in the Tri-Cities called Power 99.1. And my friend, my co-worker, one of the greats in production land, James Tyler, he had made that for me for my morning show, the Just Me Rika show. And I was like, yo, on my podcast, I need that intro back. <laughs> 
and he made it for me. So thank you for that intro. Thank you for the production, James Tyler. Uh, of course, it was inspired by Beyonce's Flawless. Yeah. All right, girl, that's it. Thank you so much for listening to Single You, the podcast, and we'll talk on the next episode.